Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, we got Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimada. Boys, how we doing tonight? Great, man. We're uh, back in the flesh, man. We're here in the same room. No more Zoom. Yeah. Uh, I was getting sick and tired of that Zoom thing. You oh, my know? gosh. You are sitting to my left. This is the weirdest thing. I know. Thing. You're, you're, I'm usually is, on your right. I this has never am. really happened yeah. before. Yeah. It's, it's all Justin's fault. He wanted to sit in a different different place. He had well, to throw first, off the mojo. First off, T-Roll sat down first. So Yeah, I got c- as close as I could to the power outlet. Which you didn't <laughs> need to be. You didn't need to be. Well, that's where I am, so get over it. All right, whatever. Anyways, uh, for for all of our listeners who can't see us right now, we are in Justin's brand new home. Yes, no big deal. Welcome, welcome yeah, everyone. It's really cozy here. Uh, Justin had uh, rolled out the red carpet for us, cleaned the house up, made sure we had the the optimal space for the podcast, made sure everything worked. It was really great, man. Thanks for being such a a wonderful host. Yeah, man. Yeah. I I do what I do. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's great uh, po- podcast work right there. Uh, <laughs> boys, let's uh, let's first of all thank our listeners for uh, tuning in. Uh, you can scroll down in the show notes and skip ahead to certain sections of the pod. If you want to skip certain news segments, we're going to start with news here in a minute. And then later on for our uh, main spotlight, we are going to be doing a review of Dune, the two-and-a-half-hour epic movie that just released um, to theaters and HBO Max this past week. Looking forward to having that discussion with you guys. I am. Um, that's going to be fun. Um, uh, also, big, just big thanks to all of our listeners. Please subscribe wherever you listen and share the podcast with your friends. That helps us out a ton. Okay, let's let's do some news, boys. There's actually been a ton of news in the entertainment world. Um, we'll start with Marvel, which is usually one of our go-to topics here on the podcast. They uh, Marvel Studios has had, I guess a number of significant delays on movie projects. Yeah, massive delays for uh, for some of them month, months yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think one, I think even maybe it was Ant-Man or something was delayed like 5 whole months. I know that's like a, 2 years from now, but anyways, Justin, you got yeah, some of the details. Yeah, so uh, Doctor Strange, uh, it was slated to come out March 25th, uh, 2022. Literally like 5 months from now. Uh, I know, right? And now it's pushed back to May 6th. Uh, so that it's taking the place where So that's about a Six week delay, right? Yeah, Thor was supposed to come out that that date, so they're they're pushing back to the the wow, release. They dates. were going to come out really close to each other, right? And uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, um, it took a step back from May sixth to July eighth, and that was when Black Panther: Wakanda Forever was supposed to come out, and then Black Panther: Wakanda Forever got moved from July eighth to November eleventh, okay. and that took place of where the Captain Marvel sequel was going to be, and then Captain Marvel: The Marvels movie. Um, it was going from November 11th to February 17th, 2023, and that's when Ant-Man was supposed to come out. But now Ant-Man is now pushed back, um, is moving to July 28th of 2023, taking the spot of an untitled Marvel movie that was announced already. So, yeah, um, yeah um, lots of uh, lots of pushbacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the only positive I can really take away from it is the fact that. Um, at least it was only a six-week pushback, and they're keeping everything in, like, the rest of the time slot. So we will have, like, that gap of, you know, from December to May, but at least we're having still – we're still getting the Eternals. We're still getting Spider-Man. Yeah, thank goodness, at, man. In their time slots. So we're yeah. all – like, we're, we're <laughs> going to have a – it will be, like, five months between Spider-Man and 
um, instead of three. Yeah. But, I mean, that really isn't bad at all. The only thing I kind of wish happened is, to me, Thor has always been a November franchise, and I kind of hope that they opened it in November just to, just to keep, like, the, you know. The tradition. Yeah, yeah the keep, tradition it, keep it going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like cold outside. You're going yeah. to see a Thor movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, what, what it, I guess good news is, you know, this, this is something that DC would never do, right? Take the time to get uh, it right. Oh, man. Yeah. I imagine that's what Marvel's doing. You're right. There's got to be a good reason for the delays, and we got we to gotta trust Marvel here, right? Yeah. And if, if, if uh, delaying all these movies ensures that they're going to be better... Guess who's okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. This guy. High, yeah. Yeah, high quality entertainment is what we expect from Marvel. And, and hopefully. That is your uh, T roll DC dig of the week. Yeah, of the week, of the, of the minute? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but speaking of Marvel, man, uh, Sony Marvel, they came out with some, some more yeah. news today as well. Um, they already had slated for 2023 uh, uh, Craven the, the Hunter movie and a Spider Woman movie. movie. Okay, but now they've they've just announced that they have two more untitled Marvel movies as well coming out under the Sony production. Yeah, and one is slated to come out June twenty third, and the other is October sixth. So um, that same calendar year, they have Craven, uh, Spider Woman, and then two others, along with all of the other Marvel studio movies. So. We're getting a lot of Marvel properties coming out here. Yep. Uh, it looks like Sony and the Sony Marvel franchise looks like Sony's taking more of the lead with the uh, character building in, in individual characters like Venom. We've always yeah. seen Venom has two sequels. One of those untitled movies could be Venom three. Uh, I mean, it's it's up for speculation, but they're focusing on Craven, who's another character in either the the Spider Man universe villain villainy that yeah. do you think could deserve a, a solo movie. It's it's tough to say. I mean, yeah, it would be really interesting to see what they do with Craven the Hunter. Um, you know, to see just you know how, how they would build up that character, and you know how they're going to build them into it. And you know, Spider Woman is going to be directed by Olivia Wilde, so Ooh. that should be pretty. That'll interesting. be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, it'll be really cool to see how they play out Spider-Woman, so yeah. You know, we don't spend a lot of time talking about rumors, and I guess when we do, we we kind of address them as this is just a rumor, but have you guys seen that rumor about the question marks of Tom Holland and his future with Sony? I mean, it's been coming out the last week or so. Lots of it's filling out from this past week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers for No Way Home, but... You know, again, I kind of always <laughs> thought, like, what if he, what if he's done because it's called No Way Home? Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a retire, it's like a send off for him. Yeah. Um, I, let's just I, not think about that right now. Like, why would you bring that up? I mean, the big, I don't the, know. It, it would be, it would kind of stink just because of the fact that he awesome. has kind of been slated as well. Other than the fact that he was awesome, he was kind of slated to like kind of pull in even if you know spider-man didn't become like the head of the avengers or anything like that but he was kind of slotted in to kind of take over take over like that celebrity status part of it you know as one of the big heads of you know big faces of the marvel universe so i mean it would be kind of a step back in that sense which right. I mean, he was single-handedly groomed by Tony Stark. So like, you're obviously going to have the bravado, the yeah. the big like gravitas that you have as a personality. You're going to have that in Tom Holland Spider-Man to carry on the franchise yeah. in Marvel. But if the rumors are that he's not going to make it out of this movie, um, then that's just a little shocking to believe. So yeah. I don't know if I'm going to. 
I'm going to sell that one right there. Well, and even with Tom Holland, he's a notoriously good interview. Like, he's, like, <laughs> you know, people always talk about how good of an interview he is and, you know, how well he represents Marvel in that way. Yeah, that's true. Well, I hope it's not. But since we were talking about Sony, I uh, figured it was it was just worth bringing up. Um, all right, let's, let's transition here to our last piece of news. This one is um, uh, Star Wars related. Yeah. So you guys hear that uh, Hayden Christensen is going to be making his return yes. as Anakin. Yeah. In the uh, what's the series that's coming Ahsoka out? Ahsoka series. That's yeah. right on, on Disney um, Plus. Disney Plus. That's right. So I'm a little okay. So I'm excited, but yet disappointed at the same time. Excited because we're in fact we're getting a, a Ahsoka movie with some yeah. canon, series. Canon, oh, series. Sorry, with the canon characters like um, Anakin. Uh, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. But I'm disappointed because that means the Ahsoka series is going to be a prequel to where we are currently in the Mandalorian timeline. And I really would like a side-by-side parallel to Mandalorian. Well, we don't know that. Yeah. It could uh, be flashbacks. I mean, it could be. Okay, yeah. It could be flashbacks. They didn't say it's a major role. True. Uh, yeah, that's true. Good yeah. point. I was. I guess I was reading into that a little too much then. It's okay. I, I mean, will be disappointed if it is yeah, yeah, a that's prequel. Fair. Yeah, that would be... It would feel like a setback in a lot of ways if... They pushed back Ahsoka's, um, you know, timeline because we've already seen a lot of. I mean, as a Star 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 Wars Wars bounces all over the place, right? Well, as a Star Wars fan, like you've seen a lot of Ahsoka in the Clone War series and the, and you saw her for a, a little bit in the in the Rebels series. So like, she was, you know. In a lot of ways, the focal point of Clone Wars, yeah. you know. Um, so it was. It'd be really interesting. It would be, you know, kind of, you know, okay. But it'd be interesting to see them do like some flashbacks <laughs> and do, um, you know, you get to see a little bit more of the Clone Wars moments uh, from with actual Hayden Christensen. I but, swear, every time I watch anything Star Wars, I have to go to YouTube and be like, "Where are we on the timeline? <laughs> like, where is this? You know? Yeah. It's like, it's not. It's not guess who. It's guess when. Like, yeah. I just. Like, I don't know. How about Hayden Christensen uh, coming out of uh, being irrelevant and uh, yeah. reprising his roles in Star Wars that, like, obviously put him on the map for a, a brief moment, and then when he got into other roles, obviously he, he was people were like, yeah, he's not a leading man. He can't cut it. He's not that. Yeah. So why not revert back to the moneymaker of Star Wars? And uh, we know he's going to be in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, he's Now he's going to be in Ahsoka. Just he's embracing it, man. He's making his money. He's yeah, cashing get, get his your checks. money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, good for him, man. Um, which I mean, yeah. Oh, and it's tough to be. Well, it was tough not, to be right? his character, like as a young Anakin. Um, you know, as we saw with the even younger version of Anakin, like just like how vicious mm-hmm. Star Wars fans were they to. Were, they were cruel. Those, yes. Yeah. To those, I mean, they literally made the youngest version of him quit acting yeah. you know just from jake lloyd right yes <laughs> jake lloyd yeah yeah from made him quit acting because he was just, they were just like so harsh on him and i'm sure part of the reason why he probably took a step back other than the fact that people didn't really necessarily like him in a lot of his roles was just the fact that he got yeah. he was being pounded so hard and you know gosh and, and, uh, Star Wars and media suck, yeah, yeah they're they're <laughs> interesting group but uh Hayden Christian's performance in, in episode three is so underrated, man. Like, he, yeah. he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I, I just think, yeah, I think largely this the stink from Attack of the Clones. Yeah, like that's, over, what the rat, that's what it was. That's what it was. It just, it, it mm. just overplays. Um, Moody you know, Teenager? Yeah, well he, he, well, he overplays and it overshadows Revenge of the Sith. Because I think Revenge of the Sith is overall probably the most underrated 
Star Wars movie. Oh, for sure. You quality. Know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. quality. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, they just dug themselves so deep of a hole that didn't matter how good the yeah. third one was, the third prequel. Yeah. 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 And I think especially because of how good Empire Strikes Back was. And, like, so, like, the second movie in Empire, Empire Strikes Back, and then you compare that to probably the lowest point in the franchise in in Attack of the Clones and, like, just the chasm of indifference of quality. Oh, well, how about we move on from Star Wars? That'll probably make me feel a lot better. Let's talk about to a, another desert planet. Yeah, to to another uh, to another desert planet in a vast universe that we know nothing about, with multiple planets and an emperor and um, you know an empire or an imperium, and also stars. has Oscar Isaac's in it, <laughs> who, who is flying another ship. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Who? Well, he wanted to be a pilot. Yeah, yes. right, right. Yeah. Love it. Oh man, multiverse. What? All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> It is time for our main spotlight of the night. We're here to talk about Dune, the epic movie that just got released. <clears throat> Boys, uh, again, really excited. I was excited to watch this. You know, you know, a lot of movies are made to look really good in their trailers, yeah. right? Yes. That, that's what trailer people that, do. It hooks you, It right? hooks you. Yeah. But there's also sometimes where you get a trailer where you're like, that looks like it might be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw the Dune trailers, I was thinking, this really looks like it might be the shizniz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, man, this was a fun movie. Um, I think we should just go ahead and jump into the spoilers. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's so go. Here's, go. Your, here's your spoiler warning, mm-hmm. everybody. Yep. Uh, we're here to talk about Dune, otherwise known as Tremors. Boys, y'all ready Tremors. to uh, <laughs> Y'all ready to dig, yeah. dive in? Tremors on steroids, yeah, for yeah. sure. Real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, I'll give my general thoughts real quick. Um I will say epic is a very accurate word to describe this movie. Yes. Uh, you can definitely sense the scale of this movie for sure. Like it was it was grand. It was an absolute grand movie. And uh, from the storylines to the action to the visuals, man, it was on a level of its own. It was yeah. it was it was a really really good movie. Yeah, yeah. it was it was really really good. Um I mean, I thought it was going to be good, but um, so I, it's kind of hard to describe this feeling that you, that I have sometimes when I'm watching a movie or TV series, especially in a TV series. Um, like I find lots of times in TV series that if they're really, really good, even when I'm not watching them, like I feel like I'm being pulled back to them when they're a really, really good series. And that's how I felt in this movie. I had to split it, unfortunately, when I was watching it and I... And I remember all day today at work, I was thinking, like, thinking getting about it. back wow. to Dune, yeah. which is a very, like... It's a good I, sign. It, it is. It's a very good sign. And it, it happens to me every so often with a TV series, because it's a lot easier in a TV series for that to happen, because, you know, you're kind of you get more, episodically yeah. watching it. And But, like, it, it, that was, like, something that I was feeling. I was like, oh, this is really pulling me, you know, back towards it. And it was just... It, 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 was, it was epic, and... I don't know. It was just it just pulled me into the universe. Mm-hmm. That's good for me. Overall thoughts. Obviously, I said epic earlier. I think just really it hooked me so yes. well. Um, here's a little backstory. I, I was gonna watch it with my wife, and then she was like, "Oh, I don't know, you know, because it's a big commitment, two and a half yeah. hours." So she goes upstairs, and she's hanging out with the dogs, watching something else. I watched like nineteen. I got to minute nineteen, and it was the. Uh, where where Gurley is is uh, like doing some some training yeah. with yeah. Paul right yeah and I paused it and I knew we were gonna be 
you know, having dinner later, and, and I was like, you know what? By the way, I watch it on HBO Max. I know I uh, that that goes against what I told everyone to do about going to support your local theaters, but just couldn't make it to the theaters. Life gets in the way. Man. Life gets in the way. Yeah. But I will say, I really do want to go see it in a movie theater because it was just looked like it'd be incredible on the yeah. big screen. Yeah. But anyways, I was like, I need. I pause it and I said, I need to give Courtney another push to watch this movie because even if after 19 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was so hooked because what I really love about this movie, and I guess this is probably because it's two and a half hours as opposed to all these crummy movies that are like an hour and 40 minutes, right? They took the time to build out the context and the universe and to really make you care. But it wasn't like, you know, right at the beginning, a shotgun blast of everything you need to know. Yeah. Right? It was like so subtle and slowly dripping little, you know, um, tidbits of information, tidbits of information yeah. and you're starting to realize like oh okay like you're picking up on things and before you know it again after 19 minutes I was like well, I need to know about all of it like I, I yeah. need to know more yeah. I want to exactly. know more exactly yes yeah. so I was I was in it and I'm, I'm really in it man can't wait to watch it again can't wait for oh by the way I mentioned this off the pod which we didn't say much off the pod but I sit down I press play and it says Dune Part one. Really small really, letters. Really small really letters. Small letters. And yeah. really quickly. And it fades real quick. It, 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 it doesn't even fade. It just cuts <laughs> off. Like, it's just gone. And I said, I literally in my head, I said, what the F? Because I was like, part one? What am I getting myself into? Is that, yeah. and, that was, and then I'm thinking, my first thought was, okay, I'm on HBO Max. Is this like the Snyder Cut where it's like part one? Well, like, it's like a segment yeah, in a, yeah. of a long movie? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, or is this like a, like, a, like a series? And then my wife, she mentions to me... That people are saying that this is the new Lord of the Rings. Okay. And uh, like j- universe, like the universe, yeah. multiple movies, yeah. multiple years, long movies. Yeah. And even as I, I, I kind of wish he didn't say that because as the movie's going on, I'm like, this kind of feels like Lord of the Rings, <laughs> in a good way, not in a yes, bad way, this, in a good way. Yeah, to this, a, I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. yeah. It had, uh, it was pulling from vibes from like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, obviously. Yeah. Like it, these these grand series that we right. all love and is like in our wheelhouse. Like these th- those yeah. types of movies are in our wheelhouse, obviously. And uh, this movie is has shown us that epics and crazy stories of science fiction can still be told and draw new yeah. fan bases in. Like I really see this becoming something bigger. Uh, similar to yeah. uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Just, well, to tell you the truth, I don't know if I would want to see the D- Dune series in just one movie. Mm-hmm. Like, just because... Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, the way it played out, the pacing, it was it was definitely slower than you would see in a normal movie, but it was good <clears throat> that it was slower. Right. In 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 the moments. I, I, don't, I don't think I would have wanted to see the conclusion of the series... At the end of this movie, even if with it being two and a half hours long, right. which is a significantly long movie, you say that, but that, like I know a little part of you is like, but you want to see a conclusion because you want to know the whole story. Yes, but, I want to know the whole story, but you yes. want it done right and you yes. want it drawn out. Like you don't want it to be well, uh, just done in two and a half hours and then what next, right? Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's great. it was good, man. And that, that's 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 good storytelling. Yeah, that's good directing, right? That's yes. good character building. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I really cared about these characters, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I never felt like it was dragging. Like, mm-hmm. it, it moved at a it moved at a pace to where you were, you know, it was, it was going fast enough to where everything was, you know, moving, but it wasn't, like, 
you never felt like you were. That's a you really know, good shout, man. It. That's a really good shout. I don't know if I could think of one character or conversation. I don't know if I could think of one conversation that was like boring me to where I was like, "Come on, move on." Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I, I really agree. don't. I really don't know if I could think. You of can anything. usually uh, test how a movie is doing by how many times you look at your phone. And the fact go. the fact that you didn't look at your phone at all during yeah. this movie, yeah, it, there you go. The fact that, that like as I'm like getting a blanket or getting a drink or getting a snack, like I'm either rushing or I'm hitting pause <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, you don't want to miss a single thing no. because right. it does a really good job of folding in new information with what is playing out on the scene. Like, yeah. uh, rather than like you mentioned the shotgun burst of information, no, yeah. it's more of a a gradual like, hey, let me reel you in a little bit. Let me get you. Uh, yeah. come closer to me. Like, I'll tell you all this information as you get closer. And then when you get closer, I'll hit you with some action and move forward with the, the, the storyline, which I thoroughly enjoyed the action scenes being complementary to the storyline, which this movie does a really yeah. good job at throughout the entirety of it yeah. all. Yeah. And I never felt like the, sometimes even though there are epic action scenes in a lot of movies, I never, never felt like any of them were excessive. Like it wasn't like you were sitting on a fight scene for 10 minutes and it was just going and going and going and going. Right. Like they were very, they were relatively quick when the action actually happened. Like, like the resolution, you know, was relatively quick, which helped keep the story going. Cause I I do feel like sometimes Hmm. CGI has kind of made directors like, Oh, let's make this epically long 10 minute sequence. Of fighting and to you know, show off our budget. Yeah, that's basically, li- that's yes. literally what it is. But you know, <laughs> e- even you know, even when they first come in and they uh, the th- they destroy the city, um, th- and House of Trades is just like annihilated. Yeah, um, it's a very quick scene actually when you're seeing it. Yeah, but they jump to the moments in the scene, and you get to see what is happening with each character. And a resolution with each character in those moments. And, like, this movie, I would kind of describe it, I mean, it's for sure sci-fi, but I would also describe it as a sci-fi political drama. Yeah. I guess that's how I would describe it. Because, I mean, this had a lot of political implications in it. For sure. And uh, normally, I'm not a huge fan of, like, political dramas, minus House of Cards. I was was all involved in that until, like, the final two seasons. But, um it does a really good job of like intertwining you into the political story that's yeah. playing out between the powers of the houses and uh, Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, similar Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, I was similar, just going to mention that. Similar to Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, but uh, the, just, I mean, I wanted to see who the Emperor was throughout the yeah. entirety of it yeah. all, but I'm, I'm kind of glad that I didn't get that reveal right. because now we have something else to look forward Some, to. Something yeah. else to look forward to. That's a good show. But, uh, I also want to uh, preface the, f- the fact that none of us have read the books. No. Neither, neither one of us have read the books. Nope. So we, we're all, like, fresh-minded. We're going off this movie. Um, so, I mean, if you are a book reader out there listening to this and you're like, oh, these, these, these yahoos. These guys are idiots. These, you're yeah, gone these, already. These, these yahoos yeah. have missed the point, right? Um, well, well, here's That's not the, how the voice yeah, yeah, works. Yeah, I yeah, know. Well, here's the thing. The movie did such a good job of drawing in us as as fans yeah. that I can 100% see us either doing a deep wiki dive into the series or actually reading the books yeah. moving forward based on the material that was presented by yeah, I, the director. I, I straight up put the books on my wish list for Christmas. Like, <laughs> there you go. 100% That's impressive. It. There it is, man. Well, I will forever be the guy that doesn't read, so if you guys want to go ahead and take 
take that you know bullet. That's fine with me. We'll kind of have some variety on the pod. Some yeah, that's some right. That have that's read, what we're here for. That man. That's it. Yeah, no doubt. I, I mean, it, I uh, I'm I'm just blown away. I really very yeah. pleased. And I think it was so it was so hyped. I mean, you told us about this movie like over a year ago. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I've been talking about and, this movie for a while. And then it got delayed because of COVID, like mm-hmm. everything else. And we're like, okay, well, I can't wait for it to come. And and as it got closer, I was like, man, I just hope it's not like a just a bust. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know absolutely. we've talked about it on the pod before. I'm a big fan. Like for me, it's really helpful to go Rotten Tomatoes. I know you guys aren't. Huge fans of that kind of grading system. It's starting to win me over in the recent it in just, this recent months. It it's always seems to, win to me work over. for me. Yeah. And I went on Rotten Tomatoes and it got an eighty-five, which for any movie then for IMDb that's it, I think it's an eight point three, pretty mm-hmm. similar. Yeah, that's a big deal, man. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, it I agree. sure was. It is, and I feel like okay, I feel like this movie is also doing something else too. It's separating like the fan base of like people who say like, oh, I'm a sci-fi fan. Well, this movie right here, like it, it separates the sci-fi fans from like the the people who like action-heavy sci-fi movies. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there chirping that like this movie was boring, didn't have a, it didn't have the action scenes weren't that long, or the they didn't really like the characters that much. Like, there's a lot of negative feedback out there <laughs> in in either the Reddit channels or Twitter or anything like that. I did, yeah. And I don't know, man. It's if you can't get into the science fiction storyline that is the playing mystery. out in the mystery and the adventure, if you can't get behind that and you're just focused on the action, like this movie is a clear is a clear divide between that that fandom. Yeah. Uh, like Star Wars is it's pretty action heavy for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I feel like this is maybe a little bit more of a sophisticated Star Wars. I don't know. I mean, yeah. is that wrong to say? I don't know. I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, once again, linking it back to Lord of the Rings, people who say they like Lord of the Rings. Yes. And then there are people who actually like Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, I mean, has some great fight scenes, but people will sometimes, like, forget how long those movies are and how (laughs) long it sometimes takes to get from one point of action to another point of action. (laughs) Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we might have that in the next movie. You know, it might go from this one was 235, next one might be 244. And then the third one might be two fifty eight. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we, could, we could get there with like yeah. six different endings. And you know what? Yes. I, you're like, when is this going to actually end? See that. There's probably a director's cut of Dune that's probably going to be over three hours. I promise. I hope you. so. Don't yeah. be surprised. No, I hope yeah. so. Um, this definitely had like fellowship vibes. Um, it did. As far as like like picking up on a, on a journey and like a getting chosen, ready to go. A chosen yeah. hero. Yes. yes. A chosen set out hero. on a course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, and he's discovering things along the way. Yes, there you go. I mean, I mean, even the ending with the way it kind of like, I like it, it, it like because the ending of the fellowship is kind of like them pulling out as they're yeah. like, as they're you know really walking through the mountains, and it kind of felt that way through the dunes of right. You know, so I'm not like my boy T Roll over here who's like pauses random moments to see how much of the movie is left or yeah. the TV shows left. I did that I'm at not, least like ten I, times. I, yeah, I'm not T Roll. Right? I did so, that at least ten but times. But I knew for a fact that when uh, the the like they they say where when they first meet Zendaya's yeah. character and she's like this is just the beginning. I was like when she said this is just the beginning, I was like, dang it, this movie's about the freaking end. Right now, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just fully getting into this. Into, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to see those. Yeah, uh, I'm what, fully invested. What like, did uh, What did Duncan call them? The sieges? The siege. Yeah, siege. Yeah, and it's, uh-huh. it's like an underground world. It sounds yeah, like exactly. Yeah, I it's can't not, wait to see that. The, yeah, it's not the surface. It's, yeah, it's oh, clearly because like, yeah. there's sand everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Man, I can't wait. Okay, 
you know how sometimes we get on here and we do like somewhat of a chronological guide as when do reviews through movies or yeah. shows? Oh yeah. I think it's impossible. Right? Oh, yeah. One, it's three sure. hours For or sure. two and a half hours. But also there's just there's just so much happening. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, what if we just go not every character, but somewhat character by character? That's not I good. mean, yeah, that's that's fine with me. I mean, yeah. um, I mean, we can start with the the house uh, Atreides. Atreides. I think we start with Paul, right? I yeah, mean, he's he's the star. Absolutely. He's the, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you had to start with. I mean, I think that's where you got or most maybe of that your, family for the, sure. The, the, you, that that whole family set or that house yeah. is where you get eighty percent of your characters. So yeah. I think that's probably the best way to start. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kills it, dude. Who's like he, 25, 26 or dude, something like that? Dude, is, he's young for sure. Yeah. Um, he's born in 95. That's where 95. he's born. Yeah. He's, Jeez. That's impressive. He's man. a stud, man. I'm yeah. telling oh, and you. he did incredible. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been hyping him up for a while now. Um, yeah. Since yeah. seeing him in, in, I mean, Lady Bird, he did a great job in. So, I yeah. mean, uh, he did a great job throughout the movie, period. Um, I really enjoy the character of Paul. Um, he ha- kind of has this like cocky swagger to him, but yeah, like, but, but not like it but, to a point of like, over. Yes, it's like, not overkill. It's not. Yes. It's not overkill where he's like the privileged little teen which, who like thinks he deserves everything. Which in the beginning I thought we were gonna get that, but when Me he was too. sparring with yeah. um, Gurney, I thought yep. I thought we were gonna get that. Yeah. Um, but he but was kind of humble. He yeah he I feel like either he humbled himself or he was already humble. I don't know. Yeah. It just... It, w- it like, seemed like he's at least looking to learn or understand. Yes, yes he's open. He's well, open, yeah. which most well, copy people has, are I not. To tell you the truth, I think it has a lot to do with his relationship with his father. Yes, like, Oscar like, Isaac, Which I dude. loved, like... Killed it. He looked amazing, by like, the way. Yes, he did. There's so many times, like, in these movies where it's, like, a distant father or an overbearing father mm-hmm. or a father who doesn't understand, but, yeah. like... Uh, like one of the things that actually intrigued me was the conversation that he has with him right before they're about to leave the pl- their their home, and he, he's talking about how you know a leader is it, a leader doesn't choose they they are chosen, mm-hmm. um, and even if you were even if you don't end up becoming the leader that you that um. I would like you to be, you will still be my son. Like that, like, yeah, no, he says you'll still be what I, all what, I ever needed. Uh, all yes. I ever need. Yes. yes my okay. son, which I'm glad you brought that up because that line right there solidified like, okay, the bond is formed. There's a true yes. I'm, I'm invested in the yes. characters because of what you just said. It wasn't like a regal thing where you're like, oh, well, you have to uphold the house's yeah, uh, yeah. integrity and, and and it's our destiny to rule, yeah. like that kind of thing. No, he literally is just a dad who cares yes. about his son. Yeah, it's such yeah. a it's real like, like love relationship that you kind of felt even just from that one line just pulled out even in the trailer like you just like yeah it hits it really yeah. does it hits and, and I, I, I kind of disappointed that it was revealed in the trailer because it, it kind of would hit a little more if yeah. we were watched it play out but yeah or also yeah no I get it well and this is this is about Paul too I always knew he eventually gets blue eyes and that frustrated I like as the movie went on I'm like I wish that wasn't in the trailer oh yeah you know yeah. like yeah, yeah. I really wish that wasn't in the trailer. And yeah. we didn't – that it, didn't, it didn't happen. actually happen. It happened in a vision, vision yeah. which we – I, I want to save the vision talk for a minute. Yeah. A minute from now because I, I got some thoughts on that. But I think, you know, anytime there's a new kind of epic journey, multi-series thing like this, and there's politics and houses and different, you know, societies, you're always kind of wondering like, okay, who's the bad guys? 
Is, is there one bad house? Is there multiple bad houses? It seems pretty obvious that the Harkonnens were some pretty terrible people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's 100% but, but true. But I was also thinking, like, okay, Harkonnens are gone now, but, you know, the way I kind of thought was like, all right, well, House Atreides is going to go in there, and, the, you know, this this um, uh, Leto, he's probably going to be a bad guy, too. Like, I just kind of had this feeling like it was going to go down that route where – Paul was going to have to break away from the family. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I was, yeah, I, yeah I, I know what you're saying. I was kind of expecting it to be more of a Dances with Wolves type situation or even like Avatar situation where eventually he would have to turn on his family. There you go, yeah. In a right. way, um, and kind of like go quote-unquote native. It's kind of like yeah. the <laughs> idea. They said that, yeah. Like, they said that, uh, uh, to, to, to Gur- Gurley Momoa, said that, yes, yeah. Um, to or Gurney. Duncan. Wait, is it Gurney or Gurley? It is Gurney. Gurney. I to, said Gurley. To uh, Duncan, I believe. <laughs> to Duncan. Yeah. But, but yeah, I was kind of expecting like that kind of like a turn Me that too. he would have yeah. to make. Like even, especially with the buildup they kind of had with the father-son relationship, I was kind of expecting a situation where a divide, the dad would right? go there and, you know, he would see, the son would see the planet for one thing and the father, even though, though he might see, you know, the, that this was a planet that needed to be saved and things like that. The amount of money that you're pulling from that might get in the way of him making the Absolutely. right decision. The right decision, but yeah, it never yeah. really it, did. It never turned out that way, no. and it ended up being like uh, a son's loss and a, a son's either... desire to continue his yeah. father's yes. legacy. Like yeah. he died a hero before he became a villain. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. You're probably yeah. That's probably exactly what would happen yeah, because if you it, stayed alive. Because yeah. the greed, the wealth. I mean, yeah. even yes. Gurney was talking about right. it. But I and so I really like, and this ties back to what he said, like the, the love and care that he had for his son, like, and it, it felt genuine, you know? And yes. I, I'm just so glad they went that route as opposed to just, like, another dude with power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. Another exactly. dude kind of taking advantage it, of it, a, another. It meant a little more when uh, Leto was taken out, like, when he yeah. was actually killed. It meant, it meant yeah. more. Okay, I want to talk about the voice in a minute when, okay. we ta- when we talk about his mom. Okay. Let's stay with Paul a little bit, and let's talk about the visions. Okay, yeah. Because the visions are tied a little bit to the voice stuff, but even she, even his mom doesn't know what's going on. Even mm, the yeah. uh, even she his mom's a, teacher. She had, an, she had an idea of what she was doing when she conceived a, a, a boy. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. But even even uh, her teacher. And what's the what's the whole the the Bene? Uh, oh shoot, man! <laughs> I, it does, I don't. Those even freaky. Know. Yeah, there's a lot of things, but it was like there's so uh, much terminology in this movie. Bennett, Bennett, Sor, or Bennett. I don't. Uh, I don't, we sound like I don't freaking know. And anyway, we are the general yeah. audience here. Well, even her, <laughs> even her teacher, her tutor, was asking questions about his visions. So let's talk about these visions because. Yes, she Rev- Reverend a, Mother uh, yes. Mo- Mohaim or whatever her yeah. name was. Yeah. So, she Reverend Mother. Yes, Reverend, she, we're called Reverend Mother. Yep. She asks Paul about the visions, and she says, the things you see, do they always happen that way? And his response, I think, was, not exactly. Yes. Which is a, I feel like, it set the tone. Lit- literally it set the tone. perfect. Yeah. Because every vision you watch. There's a small truth to it. There's but a not, small yes. truth, but yeah, it's not, exactly. not totally yeah. accurate. Like, even, like, later on, you see him apparently having a conversation with Jameis. Yes. And Jameis is going to be his mentor, yes. his tutor. <laughs> follow your friend. Yeah. Follow, follow your, your friend. friend. Like, And it's like, he kills him. Yes. <laughs> well, and then and, and then also, there's another part of the vision was him be killed by his hand. Yes. Right. You know, you know? Which I took it as he saw the vision of him being killed, so then 
he was able to avoid those moves because he saw them coming yeah. to use to kill Jameis. Yeah. So, yeah. Craziness. Well, yeah. I kind of took it as eventually for him to reach his full power, he's going to have to be killed. Kind of, you know, kind of like Obi Wan. Right? I, th- I think it's going to end, end up being that way in, yeah. the, in the end. It, to become the. <laughs> What's Kamashe? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The yeah. Messiah. Yeah, uh, but yet there Paul. Is so Paul. Many different names. <laughs> yeah, his name's Paul. But yet we have Ultimately, Paul. Yeah, and Paul. Duncan Idaho. Duncan yeah. Idaho. <laughs> All right. So, but the visions are really interesting, very compelling because, yeah. like, when you see the vision, you mm-hmm. can't expect that that is going to be what happens. And I no. love that. I love that they just keep spinning that man. So, anyways. Yeah. Um, the, Let's talk about the mom. Yes. Okay. Uh, what's your face? Lady Jessica. Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. Yes. 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 Which, I'm not going to lie, I have a complicated relationship with that actress because of uh, her uh, for her role in The Greatest Showman. I just, do, like, after that, I did not like her. <laughs> like, oh, I, I loved her, her in the Mission Impossible. Yeah, movie. Mission yes. Impossible. I was going to say, like, yeah, but just, like, her from The Greatest Showman, like, I don't know, that's the scene where she, like, gets. Hugh Jackman's character in trouble and like it just like it rubbed me the wrong way so every time I see her on screen it kind of like bleeds into how I think of her so it it just negatively affects me in that way I, I thought she did a great job in this movie man I thought uh, Rebecca Ferguson she does have a rap for being uh, like a subpar actress or somebody you dislike strongly yeah. But I, I, I actually enjoyed her character here. Yeah. She she played the mother role very well here, but she also like empowered him as well and like yeah. guided him. Supported and, him, guided yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Which was it's it good like to she see. was yeah. praying over him too, like when he was in the, oh, yeah, yeah. the testing she, room. Yep. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um yeah. So I, she and she had fighting skills, which we saw at the Yo. towards the end of yes. the movie. And uh Yeah. 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 She said, uh, why did you quick. tell me said, why did you tell me you were a woman who like who fights or something? Yes. And she's like you, the conversation ended shortly. I'm yes. like, oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it is kind of interesting is you're gonna you kinda do see her split a little bit though. Because you can tell that she has like these two different things inside her that she's dealing with. Yeah. You know, the mother side, of course, it's her son. And it is, you know, you know, it is, you know, her flesh and blood. And then she has this whole, this other side that she kind of is. Like religious, you know, like yeah, bringing forth yes. a prophecy type yes. of deal. Yeah. That she is kind of dealing with like where she lies and how much she has to give up from one side to give into the other side. So it's going to be interesting to see like how that builds up, but so far she has made the choice as the, for the most part, as the mother. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. And here's and here's another thing that just the movie rolls out information slowly. It wasn't until like the last, like probably halfway through the movie, I guess, at least over halfway through the movie, where we learn that um, Leto and Lady Jessica aren't even. Oh yeah. Married. She's just a concubine. No, she's That's a concubine. <laughs> yeah. It's like I would have never known. Yeah, he's like, like I, I, I should have married you, is what he says. I, when he it's said that, I was like, last lines. I, I looked at my wife. I was like, "What was he talking to someone else?" That, like, I didn't know what was going right. on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that was just that was just really interesting. But I'm, I get the sense she's a part of this super powerful family tree, or, or something that that passes their powers on primarily only to other women because her tutor lady Reverend Mother Reverend Mother yeah, said uh-huh. wasted power on a male or something yes, like that. Yeah. yeah. She made an emphasis to say male in which yeah. 
leads me to believe, like, the, I mean, obviously that's going to, it's going to be a conflict moving forward, but yet it's going to lead to the prophecy being fulfilled yeah. as well. So, well, I think, I think it was the opposite is that a male is more powerful and is going to fulfill the prophecy. A female is, would, would have been able to fill like the, the general roles that they need. I so think it's the prophecy is always a male. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more dangerous that. You, you Wait, you guys didn't pick up on that? I, I picked up on it. Yeah, all like right. that's it what they're there. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm not saying. trying to be like all gender power. Yeah, no, or anything. no, no, no. Just that's like, what they said. They it seems pretty clear. Like the yeah. eventual prophecy comes through a male, and it's it's almost like her tutor, re- Reverend Mother, rebuked her for like trying to 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 make the prophecy come yeah. true. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off, Anthony. Yeah, but anyway, um, and actually, like, it kind of reminds me that their the way they act in that universe actually reminds me of. I know we've been using a lot of other universes to influence the way we think about this movie, but the Witcher universe and the way the the sorcerers in that universe kind of work with the families, but they're not like directly. They're, they're like an outside entity that directly impacts these different house houses. Um, but they're all connected to each other, so they're like the one. They're one thing that connects all of these major powers, but they don't necessarily. They don't. They work outside of the realm of the powers of these houses mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. It, there's there's clearly some power here, but it, don't know what their agenda is. You know, don't really know what these women. They, the, the power they have, the, whatever. <laughs> Whatever this, uh, they just called it the voice. Yeah, that's all they called it. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, bro. Legit. A very like in a in a world where there's it's it's just recycled ideas. Yeah, I was like, this just seems really new to me. Right. Yeah. I was very like blown away with like you you somehow use this overly powerful, dominating, but also really subtle. Voice, and you have to have the right frequency. The, the right, right frequency. Yeah. That's crazy to get people to to literally do what you tell them and go against their will. That whole yeah. scene when they're in the air, the lo- the, the airplane, the, the uh, thopter, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the thopters are smaller. Oh, thopter. So when it might have been the omnicopter, right? I think or the, the omnicopter was the two seater, and the thopter was no, the more seater. I think it's opposite, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> either way, one of those, one of those weird, yeah, weird little weird bug, turns. bug yeah. planes. Yeah, um, they look cool, by the way. They did yes. look cool. But the uh, Harkonnens had um, Paul and, and tied Lady up, Jessica yeah. tied up, mm-hmm. and like they were able to. Can you imagine being that guy? Because you seem it looks like they're conscious. Yeah, yeah. But they're going against their wit. Like it's so crazy. I love the voice thing, man. I can't wait to see more of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just the way it sounded too. Like just the the resonance that Whoa. you heard the voice and <laughs> yeah, and uh, the fact that when like she was training him in earlier scenes and she was like. Uh, you're using the wrong frequency. Like, almost had me. Like, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. And then, it, and then you see it, like, him make a few more mistakes. But then when she gets her mouth thing off and she's just hitting him one after yeah. another, just, like, laying into him, like, get it, hitting it right, right frequency, right voice, and just, like, gets them free and escapes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another cool thing that I, that I thought was, like, they, they kind of counteract, like, the use of voice with the use of, like not voice, so like sign language. The sign language, yes, that was yes. like that was very interesting, especially so the way cool. it interacted with the fact that they used so much power of the voice, and then there was so much power in not being not speaking e- yeah. either. Yep. 
Yep. Like the, the one of the final things he signed was like we're not alone. Like when he yes. was mm-hmm. Sony. When he did Anytime that. Anytime they're in trouble, they were using sign language. Yeah, dude, awesome. I wanna I wanna like master that. I really do because yeah. like I just wanna be like yo Shimato like. T rolls wrong. T rolls yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just be able to get away with it and and be be yeah. all chill about it. But uh, man, that, it was it was a nice little added touch to it. Yes. Yeah, and it, it was I don't know it was like a I don't know if it's only like a thing that House of Trades does because um, I didn't see really any of the other groups. Nobody do really it, responded or, but, or um, pointed it out. Yeah, but it not only it wasn't even just like the royal family type of thing. It was. Everyone in the House of Trades knew what was going on, like right. her guard and things. Like when she was ta- when she was talking to, uh, oh yeah, like they knew the housekeeper. Yeah, they, they were like, oh, um, get ready, ready for, for violence. violence. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Which to tell you that should have been something that was like a given. Like, right? I, well, like to, to talking about like how, like um, how she was like at the end when she was had fighting skills. That's not something that a person who was like wavering in their mindset would would say. Get ready for violence. Like this, not no, <laughs> no. That's yeah. yeah, you'd be like, I need help, like right now, like something <laughs> like that. All right, all right. Let's move on. Uh, anything else you want to say about the royal family? So maybe Leto, or I mean, we talked about him a lot already. Yeah. Um, but going once, no, going yeah, twice. I mean, we're good. Yeah, I say we just like touch on the probably the two other main House of Trades people real quick, and then just. Move on. Yeah, Move, Dun- yeah. Duncan Idaho and played by Jason Momoa yes. and uh, Gurney Halleck, who is let's, played by Josh Brolin. Let's start with Duncan, who he was fun. He was fun character. He man. was fun. He was just he just felt yeah. more like human. Yeah, more just yeah. normal. Yeah, you and, know. Okay, so we spoke of visions, right? And we said like he said it doesn't happen exactly, but like when Duncan was in that hallway and. He was getting ready to fight all those people. I was like, "Dang, man, he actually is gonna die." See, like, that one happened that be... way, right? Like yeah, the vision, happens, yeah. right? That one happened exactly like his. But vision then the did. vision of Duncan being on the ledge with the it the did f- not happen that way. So, yeah, yeah, so it's the visions, man. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. uh, I, he's a beast. Jason Momoa is literally a beast, yeah. and Duncan is a beast. Yeah, so. what I, what I loved about it was he just seemed so comfortable with the role that he was playing. And I don't know if that's like just because it fit him. It, as a it, person. it just fit him. Like it was just like it yeah. made sense for him as a character. Or Are you in, talking in about his... like being like a physically, you know, like empowering like person, powerful, and then like dying really early in a series kind of oh, way? Yeah. Well, I, I think it, I think it <laughs> fits him, throne, so. Jason Momoa as an actor potentially. I think it's maybe leaning into the fact that maybe he isn't like a lead actor type of person. He is a charismatic person who fills that role set, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to All like of his the, roles that not, he has yeah. been the support, he is knocked out of the yeah, freaking yeah, part. Yeah, that's kind of like what yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to get at, like that idea that maybe, I mean, it, it's Embrace not it. a knock against <laughs> him, but like, you know, there, some people just aren't that. Like I've always heard. Got a niche. There's, there's this idea that Brad Pitt is a, it's actually his fault that it's it's actually working against him that he's considered so attractive is because he actually should be like a like a yeah supporting actor or a role because when he plays like weird like side characters like in like in glorious bastards like he is phenomenal right but you put him in a lead and he's well i mean even in oceans 11 uh, brad i mean the movie doesn't work if brad pitt's not the robin to george clooney's batman yeah there you go. That's the that's the commentary we needed for our Dune review. I love it. But Duncan Duncan Idaho, one cool name. 
Yes. Yeah, too. It is. It you, is. You you really love his his friendship with with Paul. Yes. Yes. Um, great in battle. Uh, literally, like was able to go to Arrakis like weeks ahead of time. Yeah. Immerse and himself in the culture. In the culture, yeah. And so, like, he pretty much he had to do what Paul did. Like, he he killed somebody. Yeah. And he he said he talked. They sent forward a good warrior or whatever. He killed him, so he got to join there. They embraced him. Yeah. yeah. And then he got to understand their culture and their ways. He brokered a deal to yeah. like to to have a meetup with um, Stilgar and and uh, and Leto. Yep. So it's like he's so important. Uh, and that's all in two weeks. And I'm really. <laughs> Well, it was, I think it was a little more than that. I thought it was two weeks, two yeah, months. Sorry, two yeah, months, something sorry. like that. Yeah, yeah. But really, uh, I mean, I'm actually am bummed. He's he's yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Dang man. Yeah. It was. Yeah, he was. He was good, man. Because 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 you know, as as it's going along, you're seeing people getting wiped out, and like you see him escape. I'm like, okay, like maybe we're gonna have him be a part of the team moving forward. Yeah. Um, but he's gone. But I will say, someone who doesn't seem to be gone. Because we didn't see a death on screen, I didn't. It's Gurney. I don't recall yep. seeing it either. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I just yeah. remember them kind of like charging. He's, he's out. He's out there somewhere. Yeah, he's a survivor, bro. But here's my thing, though. Like, is Gurney actually was he working with the doctor, or is he is he gonna be bad? Like, do you think that's gonna be the case, or do you think he's a hundred percent loyal? Good. I think he's loyal. Good. Uh, the only other side I could see him being is he seems to be more of the, like the mindset of. The what what I thought maybe his father would be like the Duke would be was about like the money and about what he can do to control Arrakis rather than you know helping Arrakis like kind of because he does kind of have a weird out. relationship with with Arrakis like yes. he was saying they're savages like yeah. he was very negative towards it yes. so I can see that being the case but I mean we didn't see his death I would like to see him I have a feeling Paul. I have a feeling. He's loyal to Atreides, like supremely loyal. Like yeah. he's the lieutenant that even though his his king is dead, he's still gonna be even even though the house is dead pretty much and there's just Paul somewhere out with the, the Fremen. Yeah. Like he even though he might call them savages, whenever they link up later somehow, which I think will happen. It will. Because there will. wasn't a death on screen, I think he'll he will begrudgingly maybe fall in line. You yeah. don't give Josh Brolin an off screen death. So, no. yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think it could works. very well be one of those things where, like, you know, uh, Timothy Chalamet, Paul is with the Fremen and they're in a situation and they're in a tight spot and they're like maybe cornered. And then all of a sudden, Josh Brolin shows up with like maybe the whatever he has left of his few Navy SEALs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, and he shows up and like basically, you know joins up with them somehow like that. Right. right. Or, yeah. or maybe he's captured by the, the was it the Harkin? Harkin yeah, maybe yeah. that happened. Yeah. Maybe Although, uh, Batista's character, uh, I didn't have a name for, oh, uh, uh, Rabin? Rabin? Rabin. Yeah. Rabin. Rabin. Yeah, Definitely Rabin. 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 It's yeah. gotta be Rabin. Um, yeah. They had some prisoners, like, with their arms tied behind their back, and he just cuts their heads off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think if he's a prisoner, he's a goner. He's dead, yeah. Yeah, so I... I have a feeling he was just savvy enough to get away, just ex- the exact same way that um, uh, Duncan. Well, how about Duncan? By the way, he kills a couple people, and then the other four people that are guarding that little um, little ship just like yeah. kind of let him do his thing. Yeah, wasn't that funny? <laughs> that was kind of weird. Yeah, he's got it. Don't worry. And, he's got uh, it. Uh, we're gonna go this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. I didn't see anything. 
Yeah. Overall, man, um, I really can't wait to see Gurney again. I, I feel like every time he was on screen, I mean, he did good. He did a great job. Yeah. I mean, uh, smile, Gurney. Like I am smiling. Oh, that that line was so great. <laughs> Jeez, man. Okay. Uh, how about we go to the Harkonnen? Yes, dude. House how about Harkonnen? our boy uh, Selvig? Yes. yes. Okay, so yeah. how do you pronounce his uh, yeah. his real name? Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. No, no, no. Sorry. Oh, oh, Stellan, oh, oh Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Dude, Sorry. so as as we're watching the movie, my wife's like, I know that guy. I'm like, I do too, but I have no idea who. <laughs> and she was way more confident. And then finally, she said it. And I was like, okay, I see it now. I definitely hear it in the pitch of his voice. Yeah, rasping, yeah he's know? got that voice. Yeah. It's just dead on. Um, what a frightening, frightening character. Very, very much yeah. so. Very uh, grotesque. Yes, and when, it, when it's grotesque and sinister at the same time, yeah. it's a very, and apparently very terrible, very situation. powerful. Like, yes, I thought he was maybe like twenty feet tall, but really he just levitates. He's got something to do. Yeah. Every time he does that levitation thing, it's his, not clear. His, sp- his spine lights up. Yeah. So like, I feel like it's like a I don't worm maybe wormish. He maybe I don't know. He can't walk. Maybe that's like a. Yeah, ah. that's the wheelchair thing. That's yeah, a wheelchair. Uh, like, yeah, like it's a like a futuristic. futuristic. Yeah, okay. Type of it's like okay. Blade Runner twenty forty nine looking yeah. wheelchair type deal. That's yeah. a good shout. Yeah, because and and it's also again the way man, such a great movie. Like they don't just spell it out for you. Like here's how this works. It's yeah, like it's no. multiple scenes where it happens slightly. Even when he comes across the table, you see. It like the the camera the is focused is, on Leto, yes. But you see in the background him getting taller and taller, apparently. But he's not. It's just as he gets closer, you see his feet. And it's like, oh, he's like, is he flying? Yeah. Like, oh, he's levitating. And then he, <laughs> the way he survives the poison attack, which I know I'm getting ahead of myself here, where he's like in the roof, in the <laughs> in the ceiling, in the corner, right, grasping for air. That's it was crazy yeah. scene, man. It okay, was crazy. yeah, we'll get that in a minute. But just a very sinister kind of freakish. I mean, I'm freaked out by him, yeah. man. I'm not gonna lie. And like, when he was in the pit recovering, oh, covered oh, yeah. in like the black liquid, and dude. Just like yeah. Lord of the Rings, man. The way he's eating at that table, just mm-hmm. like the nasty, like yep. Just like that, uh, that wicked, that wicked dude in um, uh, Lord of the Rings. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Where he's like no, eating he, the tomatoes. Was it in Rohan. Yeah, what, yeah. Well, the, no, no, well, no, no, they no. were eating. They eating at was it at Rohan? I don't like, think it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't it, know. Yeah, well, we know what you're talking about. It's yeah. uh, there's just something oh, no, 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 about no, no, no. a really it's, powerful. It's, it, uh, yeah, it was. Was it Gondor? No, Gondor was. Yeah, no. there's just something anyway. about a really powerful, sinister dude eating. Yeah, disgustingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disgustingly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It was a great scene. It really was. So I'm just like, I he mean, does, he does a great job. Still in Skarsgård. Does yeah, and job. you know, Gurney talks about the the Harkonnen people being brutal. Yeah, and you got that sense. I mean, Batista's character, Rabin, and um, and the the Baron. I mean, just everything about House Harkonnen just seems dark and sadistic. Yes, yeah, it just seems like very like um, I don't know. It kind of mirrors their their person. They just look. Their look looks exactly the like grotesque, slovenly yeah. like. Very Slum. animalistic, yeah, right. animalistic type of yeah. personality. All bald. Yeah. Yes. Literally, all of them are bald, aren't they? Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, because yeah. the, even the the other the, the, the henchman played by uh, David uh, Dash. Uh, <laughs> Dash Alien. Yeah, he's in every Dash movie, Battalion. man. I swear. Yeah, who's in the Ant Man series? <laughs> he's in every DC, movie. DC, yeah, DC, he's, he's CW, the uh, he's Polka, Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I'm a superhero. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it, man. I love it. All right. <laughs> uh, so House Harkonnen, little context, for 80 years they have harvested, they have kind of controlled mm-hmm. the Arrakis planet. They have just been taking and taking and taking the natural resources and profiting just off profiting yeah. and just slaying the Fremen. Yes. The, the, yeah. the indigenous people to that planet. Yes. They are, I mean, it's literally, it's, it's, it's like imperialism. Oh, uh, for sure. There's yeah, lots 100%. of there's lots of situations in like how this is divided politically. Like that you can yeah. pull 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 out yeah. and like relate to the real world. Well, it's, it's like it's like gold, it's like gold. Yeah, I mean, they even at the beginning, it's one thing they did spell out really rush. clearly. Yeah, <laughs> one thing they did spell out really clearly was they said this is the most valuable substance in the universe. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So it could be a drug, or it could be the powering system of the entire. Right. Space Force right. Galaxy, like, right? Yeah, and so when I I, I rewatched the first nineteen minutes again because I you, you know convinced your wife to watch it, convinced again. my yeah. wife to watch it. I'm glad Love I did. It. Shout and out. So I hear, um, I hear Zendaya's character, which what's her name? Uh, uh, Shawnee. Shawnee. We only yeah. heard it like at the very end, right? Yeah. Okay, so I hear C-H-A-N-I. I hear her I hear her narration at the beginning, and she talks about like. The Harkonnens' brutality to her people is all she's ever known. But yep. one day they were gone, and we don't know why. What? Why did the emperor do this? Yeah. And I, I didn't really know either. But then, like you know, you hear Leto say again. I picked this up in the second time where he's talking to Paul, and he says that um, the emperor. It seems like he wants to start a war, mm-hmm. and so the, he sends them. The the best way to do it, where it doesn't look like he's doing it, is to move the Harkonnen off planet. Have Atreides come in, and the Harkonnen, in their greed, we're going to go back anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, yeah, I mean, why yeah. even leave in the first place? Then, if that's the case, but like lure them in. Okay, they're on a new planet. They're not on their safety of their own right. planet. I mean, yeah, I, and uh, back to what you uh, said. Um, one of the most interesting lines about her was like the, her cynicism, and like she was like uh, basically saying her oppressors were gone. I wonder where our, who, who our new oppressors who our will new be. oppressors will be. Outworld, yeah, like, right. outworlders. outworlders, yeah, yeah, yeah. outworlders. Yeah. Like, basically, like the idea that that she knows, like this is just a just a vacuum. Someone yeah. else is gonna fill yeah, it. Yeah, someone's gonna fill it. But yeah, and, and it's very interesting because it's a um, like the the power play that the emperor is uh, is building on those moments because you know the best way to keep your um your subordinates in line and help them not gang up against you is to have them fighting each other absolutely the fact that there's gonna be somebody more like twisted than the baron like the emperor yeah like uh, that he exists and we, ha- we haven't even met him yet that's, that's yeah, crazy to out. think about yeah it, yeah in in my mind it has to be it has to be someone in the like the vein of like a uh, Giancarlos Esposito type of character, like the kind of guy who doesn't necessarily get his hands dirty, but yeah. like is very like calculating. He's going to in like yeah, twist things like that. That's kind of right. how I would potentially see see him, especially with the Baron being. Seems like he's more of like a hands-on type of. Uh, you know. Yeah, he took he took uh, Leto's death into his own hands. Yes. That's for sure. All right, so the Harkonnen people go off planet, but they're coming back, okay? And um, the Baron sends his um, little minion. Don't know, Batista or no, the other guy, um, skinny dude, polka dot. Oh yeah, um, polka, polka dot. What's his movie? Please, what's his let's name call him polka dot. Yeah, <laughs> the whole the whole rest of this entire time. What's his name in the film? Uh, 
Um, <laughs> Peter de... Is it Peter or P- Peter de Vres? Okay. All these yeah. names. Peter yeah. de Vres. Polka Dot Man sends him to this this training facility that we learn eventually I picked up on is the Sadarkar forces, which I think it looks like they're like the emperor's actual army. Well, yeah, because, yeah, it it does say... say, I think it's like a hired, like, uh, army for hire, aren't they? Well, 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 here's the thing. When Duncan said that they were there, um, Lady Jessica said, are you sure? Because that would mean that the emperor is directly involved in this attack. Yeah, it it does say, like, the homeworld of the emperor. Okay. He goes to the homeworld of the emperor. Okay, Okay, and so here's my next thing. You were saying that means there's even... The emperor must be more sadistic. Did you see that scene? Oh, for sure. Where they have... Men turned upside down, and their blood is being like yeah. they're they're dead, yeah. and their blood is just draining down into this big well, and they're taking the blood, it's and I don't know, are they drinking it? Are it they? Look, what are it they looks doing like they're it? drinking it. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah, <laughs> dude, some weird stuff is about to go down, and not to mention like yeah. Paul mentioned that you know, and 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 Leto actually said that our the. Uh, the, the rest of the houses throughout the universe look to us for leadership. There are other houses that we have that yeah. we know yeah, nothing we have, about. We know zero about. Oh, I can't wait to see. We don't more. even know well, their names. Well, like. and, and even when you think about the the thing is, is the way they made it sound is is very much like Game of Thrones, where there are great houses. Yeah, but by you and know sub houses too. But like. yeah, but. But, you know, when you bring up something like that, then you're also saying that there are those lower rung houses. So the amount of, like, uh, variation here can hierarchy, be, like, yeah, the hierarchy can be There's more to enormous. dive into in this, in this massive scale of a yep. movie that I, I don't necessarily want there to just be a part two. There's got to be a part three, a part yep. four, a part five. Like, there's it's an HBO Max yeah. series. <laughs> Let's Maybe. let's let's dive into these yeah. things, man. Like, I mean, if you could do House of Dragon for Game of Thrones, like, yeah. let's go ahead and bring in some uh, more houses of, of of this series or something. Like, houses there's, of there's, Imperium. Yes, of the Imperium. <laughs> there's a lot more to dive into here, and like, we've just like we've just touched the surface of these characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I would like to know is is the and, and I mean, the, of course, once again, like, like we have said, we have, none of us have read the book. But is the emperor from one of those houses, or are they their own house to their own, like, are they the they're like district one? They're like district one, or is the emperor the top <laughs> of the hierarchy, and everything else is a branch yeah. underneath it? Like, yeah, that's what I'm just wondering. Is like, where does his lineage lie from? Yeah, like, is it something to where House Atreides could truly take over that position in a, or is it like? Um, almost like in Wakanda, where the royal family is its own clan to itself. Okay, yeah, self, that's right. You know, yeah, that's a good shout. Uh, how about we talk about Baron really quickly, almost dying? Yeah. Okay. So that scene with the poison, and you see he put, yes. he puts on his shield, which you know the okay the poison. It was still interesting how like the doctor kind of sold out the house just yeah. for his wife. I mean, I guess I get it. Like that's that's kind of a I don't want to say it's a cliche thing, but it's it's just always convenient that for, there's someone yeah, like that for to a do that. character who I feel like was very minute in the Doctor. Like he was there to examine, and he was there. Yeah. Like he didn't have any like actual like finite role. Like he had this role of like, okay, cool, go check up on him, make sure he's okay. Yeah. And then like we cared about him and his wife, like. The, 
I mean, we we didn't at all. We didn't and, at all. You're right. And he that, was that, killed. I guess and, that didn't connect. Yeah, much. it didn't because you, you'd never seen her. Right. We don't, right. Correct. If we didn't see scene, her. We didn't. We didn't yeah. actually feel what he was feeling in his uh, despair. I right. guess I would say. Uh, and then he was just killed. And go be with your wife. Yeah. Cool. We all saw that coming. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, you like you think this guy's gonna actually give yeah, you what he promised? Th- yeah, this no name actor in this movie filled with all these name actors. Like, is he gonna really be the one to stick around and like really stick it to the Again, movie? Super like, sadistic, yeah. right? It's true. Well, I yeah. think it was also kind of like a a way to kind of show, like, kind of push to the side his um, betrayal because I think they're trying to create this vision of. Like House of Trades being this like almost perfect all, house, all everyone is good. Everyone is everyone. Everyone like, yeah. is good I in get House that. of Trades. So if someone were to betray House of Trades, it would be for a quote unquote noble reason, like yeah. him. It, they didn't do a good job hitting on that point, yes. though. So I mean, I I, get, I, I felt yeah. like that was kind of where they were. But going I did at like it. the poison tooth. Yes, the poison yes. tooth was sick. Yes. It was super cool, but it was also like you kind of like it was such a like. The death of such a major character almost amounting almost nothing in a lot of ways, um, but yet fa- meaning a lot but because it like pushes it, it, the, pu- it pushes, pushes Paul yeah, right yeah like but, so much yes I get what you're saying um, I get yeah what you're like saying. so yeah, yeah. It, it is it and once again you know reaching out it very much mirrors like uh, like Ned Stark's death being so like almost it sets off so much but he dies for almost like almost nothing, nothing. In oh a lot for of ways, sure yeah exactly you know? yeah and such a noble like. You know, person, you, right, yeah, yeah, person mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. you know kind of goes out like that. The poison thing, I I just imagine like immediate like impact, like being close, right? The fact that it's like wiping people out in the room, I was like, I was blown away by that. Oh yeah, yeah, because the doctor was, made it seem like if you're lucky, he, like if you time it right, yeah, if you time it right, like you'd be able to take out the Baron. Like I'm thinking, like oh, and that's why I felt like that's why he was like. He was kind of mumbling, and they were like, oh, so he's going to pull him in so that, like, he has to be real close, but apparently not as close as we thought he had to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he's just that powerful that it didn't, it didn't phase him like they thought it would. Yeah. I get, yeah, I guess so. I mean, or maybe it that gets, shield is on. Uh-huh, well, yeah. the shield does something, but you also see the shield go red like, yeah, a which, lot. Can we talk about how awesome the shields, the shields were? Are cool, yeah, man. it was. It, shields it, are cool. it visually looked amazing. Yeah, yeah like, I didn't know how that was going to work. Yeah. but they pulled that off. They, for they sure. really did. It looked visually stunning. It Dude, really even did. the missiles going down on the shields on the yeah. big, yeah. the big ships. Like you see, it goes yeah. slow and then bust through. Or those, those little hunter killers is what they call yeah. them. Or like when they are moving the the spice uh, the diggers and those the ships come and like shoot their claws out that latch yeah. onto yeah, it. Like even anchors. that looked like it. That it was, like, oh, cool. and then just like the ridiculousness of them being like uh, like uh, basically like a dirigible or a, or a hot air balloon otherwise. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, they like yeah, did yeah. it. Like, like poofs it out and like, yeah. Like that was, that was like. Filled up so quick. Yeah. Filled it it up was so such quick. like an old school slash super so, futuristic. I feel like since we're like on here real quick, I should say that like the, the first Dune movie that originally came out to try to, to launch the Dune universe. Yeah. The, where it failed was the fact that the technology of it at the time was not sufficient yeah. enough to show the scale. Yeah. And this movie here, was it like the eighties or something. It was the movie was late eighties, early yeah. 90, 91, I think actually, or somewhere around there. I don't know. And uh, but this movie is in a t- perfect time where literally like anything is possible. Yeah. And I, I feel like the technology was there, the 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 ability to show the visuals, and how. 
like science science fiction it could be like yeah it really hit on so many different levels whether whether it's the the many things we just named like the, the past couple seconds to just as the shield <laughs> the shield like it was it was amazing like yeah. how everything looked yeah it looks so good man yeah and I, I it was really cool how they were like they were there were shields but they weren't like a hundred percent shields right like, it was a very like it was there were shields to it a helps point. Helps a little bit. How that much was, force, like right. how, like how much force you could put into something, yeah. and how that worked. And th- it'd be interesting to see like a uh, like a greater breakdown of like how they actually it's work, how much it actually yeah. takes, and the fact that like we mentioned before, like the movie how it does a good job of kind of just explaining things to you, but as in a in a natural flow of things because yeah. like. They they talked about the suits moving forward. Like even Duncan, when he was joking around, he's like, "Yeah, you got to go." Or no, not Gurney. He was like, "Yeah, you got to go slow or whatever with this blade or whatever to get to make contact." But then like later on, you're seeing Duncan and his precision moves that he's making when he's like killing all these people, yeah. and like you're like, "Oh, that's because he's he's doing X, Y, and Z." Like you you knew that because yeah. it was unfolded throughout the storytelling of of the, the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Great. Absolutely great. <sighs> really good, man. Yeah. Super enjoyable. Um, any other characters? I mean, there's the Fremen. Oh, let's talk about like, the Fremen. We forgot the yes. entire, yeah. like, yep. oh, leave it out to the indigenous yeah. people. So, first off, <laughs> Javier Bardem, phenomenal. Love Javier Bardem's character. Still, yes. Stilgar? Stilgar. Right? Stilgar. Yeah. What a cool name, too, yeah. man. Stilgar. And uh, I love the fact that we're going to get more of him. Uh, the blue forward. eyes. I love the blue eyes, Yes, man. yes, everybody. absolutely. Every, yeah, everybody. Um uh, Zendaya's character, she yeah. she was hinted at, and I feel like she was more of a presence than she was a character until yeah. the end. Um, which, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, she, I like anything that she's ever been in so far. To be honest with you, like, yeah, uh, the Greatest Showman, phenomenal. I loved her in that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spider Man, obviously, <laughs> but uh, I mean, she's had smaller, minor roles as well. Yeah. Um, but but still. Um, like Euphoria on HBO. I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, but she's, I, she's not great in that yet. as well. Um, but her character, um, there wasn't a whole lot to it except for, like I said, she's more of like a presence in Paul's yeah, storyline. And, and there'll, there'll be so much more to come. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I feel like she is. she was the physical embodiment of everything that was pulling him towards yeah. Arrakis. Like yeah. she, like, she was the culmination of yeah. like <laughs> literally everything in Paul's driving force. Like he yeah. kept seeing... Her, from the get go, like the very first vision, we yeah. see like the like her. I believe she's stepping off a rock or something. I don't know. I think she's she's doing something, and uh, that's what kind of yeah. drives his curiosity, his openness to yeah. learning new things, like that kind of that like that kind of thing. Yeah, which was it was cool to see like a physical representation of like the inner desire of, that was pulling him to Arrakis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then Stilgar was was awesome, yes. and just yeah. the, the Fremen people in general. Yeah, you get the sense, you know, some people call them savages, some people mm-hmm. just view them as nothing, but the desert power that Leto yeah. keeps talking about, and you kind of see it more and more. And at the very end, you see some dude riding a freaking sandworm. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, what the they mess? Keep, yeah, they keep on hinting at all these like. Powers or it's, it's Wakanda. It's Wakanda. It's like a hidden society pretty, pretty underground, much. yeah, that has all this power. Like the fact that they're able to make those still suits, yes, that are right. so like what they can do. It's yeah. like 
Wait, what? Are, you're and living like, in sand. Yeah, right? like uh, basically From everything they see. have, like the thumper, or even like yeah. like all this yes. technology, well, and yet see, they're considered these savages. Well, that's know? the thing. It's it's. I mean, the spices are used. Uh, I mean, they probably are advanced. The spices, all vibranium. This. Yeah. <laughs> spices, it's Wakanda. Spices. We're looking oh, at freaking geez. Wakanda again. Uh, that's what. This is it. That's all we're it's doing. Great. It's recycled <laughs> material now. No, no. But uh, I'm still in. <laughs> You're still in. But like you mentioned, the sandworm. Like the the character of the sandworm, the, man. Yeah. The uh, the the Shahulud. Like that is a presence, a character in itself throughout this entirety. The blades are made from teeth of it for the fremen. Yeah. Like yeah. the fremen are like involved in. Uh, either like summoning or luring the 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 Shah Halud away, like yeah, it's it, it's crazy. And wow. when we actually get to see the reveal of the full body, like like yeah. I got to get to a theater just to see that just one scene yeah, because sure. it was there was a moment there like you could obviously the the clicking of the heartbeat or whatever it was staring down at Paul like. There's something more to that scene that I feel like would just hit so much yeah. greater if we were there in theaters. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and even when the scenes were with the worms, like they use them to bring up things in the in the characters, like like the when the um, the mining um, ship is out is out there, and when they're when they're doing the first aerial reconnaissance of their mining terror, you really get to see who the Duke really is, like, in a, in how he feels about... Test his character, see if he truly believes what he's saying. Yeah, truly believes in what he's saying, how how much he really cares about his people. Which, you know, he, they, I feel like there was an emphasis when he said the line, like, like, I don't care about the spices, get the men out of there. Like, and then you could, they flash to the doctor, uh, Kynes or Keens or whatever her name was. And she was just like, she had a kind of like, like, yeah, that statement was like, don't care about the spices. What are you talking about? Or even like, like, yeah, just leave the mining equipment there, you know? Yeah. And whatever's there, you know, let that go. The people are the ones that He doubled down. He doubled down on who his character was, but on that, just that phrase alone. So, yeah, great point that you that the worm was able to draw that out of him, and then also like uh, Paul, it does it with Paul later on, and yeah. his courage and his like just his vision and his future. Really, yes. it's great, man. I love it. I guess should we talk about that doctor, Doctor Kynes? I don't know Kynes? if that's the pr- the right pronunciation. I yeah, K Y N E S. I don't know what the heck yeah. they freaking said. Kynes, but, uh, I think yeah, that's it. I, I think, think it's, it's Kynes, it. but uh, yeah, she was an interesting character. Well, um, so everyone was giving her stick for like not. Like like choosing as if she, a side, not, as if she knew that that stuff was going to happen. I didn't get the sense that she knew that the Harkonnens were going to come. Attack. I don't think she no. knew like that per se, but like I feel like she could have been more helpful. Yes, yes, yeah. Way like she obviously more had helpful. all these un, all these tunnels. She could have done something, right? Yeah. And she she didn't commit to a side, therefore leaving both sides kind of screwed. Like I mean, you yeah. saw it yeah. because she was killed, but then like they were all killed as well. So like. If she would have just committed to one or the other, she probably could have saved a lot more of them or saved herself better. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but but I think it is also she's probably been playing that game for so long to where she was mm-hmm. to where she was more of an accepted asset, uh, yeah. in both worlds by right. play, by playing the line. She was accepted in both worlds. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it really wasn't until Paul when they're underground in one of those little caverns yeah yeah where paul kind of like talks about everything he knows all this stuff about her that she's never told anyone just like her he knowing her mom just like knowing that his mom's pregnant again and she's like how could you know that he's talking about dr kinds and saying 
things to her, and she you could see in her face like, how do you? Yeah, yeah. Like she she's a she's a she's a, a cynic with the like the uh, the the prophecy about the chosen one right, and all this yeah. stuff, and then all of a sudden he's like convincing her, convincing yeah. her, and I think it wasn't until that moment where she really was believed it. believed it. Yeah, because I guess she liked obviously she's from him, but she also. Like she had some sort of relationship with the emperor, so she's all she she liked her, she liked her her placement. She liked yes. her power. She, yeah, she, she did. was in a comfortable spot. She was, she was like she was like Littlefinger. Like once oh, again, oh, no. she was. Oh my god, jeez, oh, man. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah, like she was, she was, uh, or, or varies, like so, like in that sense, like kind yeah. of playing whatever side that yep. you know would help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a good shout. Well. She she seems to be dead, hundred <laughs> uh, percent dead. No um, doubt about it. Actually, okay. So unless um, that's her riding the worm at the end now. Yeah. <laughs> are, there, are there any characters we missed? Uh, thousands. No, I'm just kidding. No, there was there was definitely a lot of characters uh, in this movie for sure. I mean, there yeah. might be another subtle secondary. Well, character I mean, not... uh, was it was it Jamie? 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 Whatever his name was, Jamie? Jamis? 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 Yes, that I mean the Fremen. That character was pretty pivotal, I would say. Like he really, I mean, he was he was kind of a dick. If yeah. You, if yeah. you ask me, but he really launched Paul into the leadership role yeah. and uh, kind of set his path moving forward. And even so much so, where Zendaya says, "This is the beginning." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so yeah, so. I mean, he was a pretty pivotal character, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, he, he was the catalyst for, like, the, He's the sacrificial you know, lamb of the storyline, really. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was where Paul really had to make that choice, like, where, like, Yeah, because he wanted him to yield, yes. like, multiple times. Multiple and did you see times. how Stilgar, he was getting upset? He's like, is he toying with him? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What like, and and uh, his mom's yeah. like, no, he's just never killed a man before. Yeah. yeah, and then shortly after, he has to make that decision. Yeah, because he, yep. he knows, like... Someone's going to die. Yeah. You or me. Someone has to die here. There's, this yes. doesn't end until yeah. someone dies. Jeez. This isn't challenge day in Wakanda. This is this is <laughs> that next step. Somebody has to die. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I feel like he was a good shout as well. So poor Jameis, he's a he's a goner. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, that gets back to the vision thing, where it's like, well, what the heck did did Paul see with his vision? Like these things are all out of sorts, and I can't make sense of it. And I I, thought, I, I mean, like I like that I can't make sense of it. Want you want more? I want more, but also, yeah, I also just, so, I, I like that I'm getting twisted. So, yeah. le- so let's talk about the more. So, I mean, if this was Lord of the Rings style, he would have filmed everything all the way through, which, sadly, mo- great epic movies don't do that these days. No. Uh, that was, I feel like, a one-time fluke that it resulted in amazing, <laughs> yeah, that's like, because, phenomenal storytelling. That's because yeah. they had to do so much work in New Zealand that right. they said, look, we're just going to do one, yeah. <laughs> one go while we're right, all out exactly. here. Yeah, I think so, kind, of, kind of with that, it was like, if we don't get this knocked mm-hmm. out, I don't think there are. We're not coming back. Right. All this. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what it. I mean, that's really what it was. But. Uh, but so yeah. So Dune Part Two is not filmed right now currently, and <sighs> a lot of a lot of everything that's going on right now, as far as conversation wise, is is there going to be enough viewership to launch this into yeah. further movies? So like, I mean, technically, Dune Part Two has not been greenlit. By, oh by Warner Brothers, so that is Warner that Brothers would, messing something else up. Is yeah, that what you're telling exactly. me? Exactly, and so they're, they're really it's Warner Brothers. It's gonna fall on them 
on if they feel as though the climate of the movie or the the needle has turned just enough to greenlight the movie, which oh is ridiculous because you have literally one of the best directors in the history of the world, like ready and uh, and willing to do yeah. a part two. Like he's got so many other things that he could do that blows our minds. And well, he, and then like okay, so there's a. There is a uh, shelf life on Timothy Chalamet as well. Like yes, in the sense of like yes, how yeah. much like is he going to want to be a part of this? And not that you know, not to get onto him. And I don't know his like th- how he feels about this stuff. But up until like this point, he was not the big action like big movie star. He was yeah. a very like he was a very acclaimed actor before this. But most of his movies were the. Uh, were, were the get me an Oscar type of movie, not the you know big blockbuster. So he, I mean, you know, there's gonna be a time period where yeah. he's gonna become big enough to where he's just like, you know what, I'm, I don't need, I'm this, out, you yeah. know, right. And uh, I mean, the director Denny Villanueva or Villeneuve, sorry, um, Dune, right, is a epic movie, right? Yeah. Blade Runner 2049, also an epic movie. Arrival. Oh, I love a fantastic movie. Sicario, great movie. Ooh, yeah, Sicario is yes. really So good those thing. are all those are his big budget feature films and he does a lot of independent stuff. Yeah. Um so he dude, he's he's batting like a, so, a so that means really high. We need to we need to right we need to the three of us spend money in a movie theater. Yes, we will we need go to and tell see people this. to do the same. Yes. We need to also stream it a couple more times. Yeah. And tell people to just watch it and talk about yeah. it. Because yeah. the thing is if, if mm-hmm. it and it is blowing up on Twitter, yeah. if it's trending a lot. Like Warner Brothers will hopefully see these. They'll, kind of they'll things. latch onto that. Yeah. If only we had a platform to reach thousands of people mm. to tell them to watch right. this movie in theaters. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if we like had a, that kind like of a, thing. Like a podcast or something. I, yeah. I know we have a pl- I know we have a platform to reach dozens of people. <laughs> 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 Amen. And we are thankful no, for no, each no, and no. every one of them. Hundreds, hundreds. Dude. Each we and are every up one there. of them. No. Thousands. <laughs> no, we really are. I mean, this is fun. This is yeah. this is one of my more I was uh when I was watching the movie, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Couple times, my wife was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Well, you've looked at your phone a few times, so that's kind of on your." F- I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to pause it and explain everything. Women, and this kidding. is, <laughs> and we are over an hour and twenty minutes into this review, and I don't want to stop. No, no, I don't, no, don't want to stop. But well, also, we need to. But also, like, there's no way she gets to this point of of any episode on our <laughs> podcast. So I can say whatever I want about her, yeah, which I won't because I love her. But at the same time, I was really excited to come and talk about this. Seriously, like having. You know, I, I enjoy all of our conversations, but this movie, I just feel like there's so much mm-hmm. to talk about, and I cannot which, wait to see where it goes. Which I'm glad that you're so excited to talk about this, because one of the messages sent in the group today was like, I'm looking forward to see T-Roll's reaction. T-Roll's back, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> T-Roll's reaction to this, because like, I, I mean, I really consider you as like the, the general fan, and it's a science fiction, timey, space that supposed to type mean? of movies. <laughs> like, like I, I really hey, there do. was no time travel No, yet. there was not. Oh, not, well, actually, yeah. she did reference... Past, past and future, the future to give us which future. There, yeah. son of a gun uh, yeah, time exactly. travel in this thing um, but yeah so I was really interested to see and, and when you came in and like guns blazing like this movie like well, I great said at movie. the door I said best movie of all time yeah <laughs> best movie of all time <laughs> clearly yeah. joking but. yeah 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 um, but it was, but it was I fun. was excited about how hooked you were to this because I mean if this movie can latch on to the general public like it did with you then we have ourselves another epic on our yep. hands and our us, the geek community, can keep the conversation going for, for years to come. All right. We should, we should get out of here, boys. It's been almost an hour and a half. Uh, great review. 
Uh, quickly, quickly, last thoughts. Anything else you want to say? Bring us part two. Yes. Okay. Amen to that. All right. Well, big shout out to all of our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with us. Please share the podcast with your friends. Please tell your friends about Dune. Go, go get your friends to watch it because we need, uh, we need that snowball to build. We need more people to love it so we can guarantee that we get more movies for the series. Um, with all that in mind, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Thank you.